What if I just keep all of this in? How sad would that be? Okay, so this is episode 101. Um, oh, I feel like we should we could talk about Dal- Dalmatians in this episode. But this is um, a, um, acquaintance. I don't know if we have a, we're close. Right. Did we have classes together? I don't think we ever had classes. First off, I should say your name. Lindsay Glover. We, <laughs> uh, actress. Anything else on your you know, oh, uh, God. business card? Um, I'm an actor. I'm a writer. Right now I'm employed as an office PA and a producer's assistant at a production company. Ooh, that's cool. Can we say the production or no? Yes. Yeah. So it's called Silent Visual Media. It's based here where I live now, which is in Pittsburgh. Um, But it's remote, which is great. You know, hence the the home office. Um, And yeah, it's new. We have our first show going on streaming in a month or so. Um, it is content that is aimed for the deaf community, hence the name silent visual media. Um, so it's that's really awesome. interesting. That's, new, uh, but that's so cool. Yeah. Um, I know. So with that job, are you still trying to like act on the side or is it? Or... Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the weeks <clears throat> fly by before I get a chance to go on backstage and, you know, look at auditions and stuff. And I'm like, shit, I haven't done that in a while. I really yeah. I really need to like remember who I am outside of work. But um, I'm like oh. trying to figure out how to be a person with that classic kind of nine to five. I don't know how other people do it. I'm st- still trying to figure it out. I don't get where people have the physical energy, the mental motivation <laughs> to go to the work that, you know, pays their bills and then maybe go to the gym and do the dishes in the laundry and cook for yourself. And then also maybe have a hobby, but also you have all these TV shows you want to watch. It's just, I don't, I feel like I don't have the same hours in the day as everyone else in the world, which is obviously not yeah. true. D- you're preaching to the choir. I was yeah. just thinking today, I was like, okay, I want to get back into acting. How do I do it? And I'm, and yeah. I was trying to think of like, what other actors as they're acting, what jobs do they have on the side? Mm-hmm. And I'm like maybe bartender. That's the, like the only yeah. thing that came up in my mind. I couldn't think of anything else. Yeah, the the bartender, waiter, retail, those like. Yeah, yeah and then right. I, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, shoot. no, you're good, you're good. No, you fucking shoot it. <laughs> I, I was just saying, I, like, I'm so done with, with customer service. I've never really done um, the restaurant gig. I was in high school when I was like a hostess for like five minutes. But um, <clears throat> I Pre-pandemic, I was, uh, you know, I was in customer service, like, like in retail um, as a cashier, and I would count the safe and do all this boring shit and just, you know, deal with clothes all day. Um, I was, I was a, um, I used to do stock at Lost the Clothing Store. Oh, yeah. Um, and I love that place. It's weird, too, because, like, when I work at a store, I don't want to, for the most part, I don't want to, like, shop a lot there or eat a lot mm. there because then I'll get used to the thing. Yeah. Um, so then I quit that job, and then I actually started shopping there again. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the, one of the last days that I worked, uh, my sister, so my sister was the one that got me the job. We were working mm-hmm. together. And I, I don't know if I've told this before in, in an episode, but me and my sister, mm-hmm. we were eating lunch. And then a friend of hers joined, trying to get to know me. And he goes, how tall are you? Talking to me. She, yeah. He goes, how tall are you, Greg? And I go, um. I don't know fucking why I said this, but I said, uh, I'm 6'1", but with Viagra, I'm 6'2". And 
<laughs> my my friend looked at my sister, and my sister was like, "Don't even try to figure that out." <laughs> <laughs> my sister is just so used to me just saying dumb shit that sometimes it's a little random shit. <laughs> it just I like that one. <laughs> I love talking about writing. I feel like I mm-hmm. the college that we went to, that's when I like started much more. And yeah. Oh, our my screenwriting teacher, um I don't know if we had the same one, but he's the, basically the one that got me into writing. Yeah. First I had Robbie Fox. He wrote um So I Married an Axe Murderer with uh Mike Myers. Mike Myers? I yeah, just so bought he... that movie. I've never seen it. That's such oh, a really? weird coincidence. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah he, he is. He was my screenwriting one teacher. And I literally outside of the people that were in my class, I don't know anybody else who had him. Every time I say, oh, I had Robbie Fox, people are like, who is that? I so I don't think he was there. Is. Yeah, he. I don't think he was there that long. As yeah. you were talking, I remember we did have a class together with Rick Mitz. Oh, I was just a writer, but you were, I don't think you were technically like a student. You were like, his was assistant. I a note taker? Yeah, you were a note taker. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I remember that yeah. now. Yes, okay. I did work at the school as a note taker. So that right. was my that was my only job for a while. And that it's like it was that seems all like a very was, fun job. It, it yeah, it wasn't bad. I was it at was. the school constantly because it was four of my own classes. And then I would get like because I was one of the first note takers that they hired when they started that system, I yeah. I would have like four or five classes that I was paid to be in. I was and then- I, I had a few days, a few quarters where I would have a day where I was in the morning class, the afternoon class, and the night, some of which were my classes and some of which were the, the paid classes. Oh, um, that sounds so fun. It, it it was a lot. It means I had to bring two meals to school to like prep <laughs> for like, you know, literally being there all day. And yeah, yeah so it, it was it was exhausting. But it, you know, it was the only job that I could get at that time. I don't know why, but I'm like chronically unhirable. I don't know if I, it was something I did <laughs> with my mean? resumes or my cover letters, but I I would apply to fucking like Chipotle, Jamba, and no one would ever hire me. And I didn't. I can just imagine you're going into interviews and just like five minutes of their impression of you, they're just like, oh, you're just a lot. And you're just... <laughs> it's, it's, that's easy to imagine, but I wouldn't even get interviews, is the thing. Like, they... Oh, that's I would, if Every... Most jobs that I've gotten, I've gotten so few interviews in my life that I have, like, uh, like, 66% success rate with, if I have an interview, I get the job. But I okay. so often submit resume after resume and cover letter after cover letter and application after application and I never ever 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 get an interview request and I'm always like if I could just fucking talk to them like I think they would like <laughs> me I could convince them what am I doing wrong and my mom is in HR so like when I found out I was moving to Pittsburgh and I was like I have to get serious about getting a fucking job what is wrong with me and so I was like please rate my resume tell me what the fuck is wrong with it and you know she told me to rearrange some things and change the names of things and um apparently it was helpful because i had finally got a singular job but yeah, yeah I get, it your was desperation you if you finally get an interview the desperation you're like look i can, i did theater i can tap dance i can sing for you right. I can just put, put me on anything literally put me in coach oh title of the episode we figured it out <laughs> fucking love it um yeah. 
so the writing for screenwriting because I we yeah. but we're both we talked about this before I started recording and as I was like asking you to do an episode we're mm-hmm. both kind of writing something yeah I'm on like my fifth draft or something you said you're starting oh god second draft um well I did like a synopsis with this person someone is hiring me to write for them oh um, sweet they, you know, we worked on a synopsis that we felt comfortable with for a few months, and then I started writing. But, like, right as I was, like, ready to go start the first draft, I found out I was moving. So, like, then all of these due dates that they gave me fell by the wayside, and now it's been, I don't even want to say how many months, and I haven't finished it. Um, but I want to finish it. Like, I, I have all the beats worked out now. I just, like, don't have time to sit down yeah. and literally do the writing. And... I work remotely, so I'm staring at screens all day, and it's painful. I get off of my shift, and I need to go lay on the couch with a pillow over my head and the lights off and, like, recover from the the staring at the screen. And that's even with blue light glasses, even in night mode, dark mode, what the fuck ever. Like, it is still so, so painful in the head to be staring at screens all day. It's also like you're not even it's not that you're you're tired of like working like uh physically but yeah. like you've just been mentally yes. you can't you, you have no mentality to be creative. Yeah. Right exactly. So yeah. Nothing, yeah. Yeah. So nothing's there. Yeah. Um, no it's it's really hard. And and then you you shit on yourself like maybe I'm not that good at this because I don't have the motivation all these other people are so ambitious. Mm-hmm. And it's like where's where's mine? How am I almost 27? And I have such few finished scripts under my belt, and everyone. Wait else a second! Is... I'm almost 27 as well. Oh really? When's your birthday? My uh, 811 Oh okay, yeah. okay. I can't, I can't do the math, and now I'm thinking about 911. <laughs> I don't know why it, just, it sounded, it sounded like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I, I just turned like this week 26 and a half. Oh my god! You're giving you the phone out. No. (laughs) Okay. What month? I'll just say that. August. I will be 27 in August. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe you because you said soon, so I was like, oh, maybe we have the same month. Mine's in March. Oh, okay. Coming up close. Yeah. Um, I was gonna. Now I was gonna. Oh, you know what? This is funny. I was gonna ask for your zodiac sign, and then Mm -hmm. it reminded me. It reminded me of a of a class I was in at college the introduction day um as a joke i said my name and i was like so we passed we passed already like five people and yeah. it was my turn to talk so i was like hey my name's greg i'm here for acting and writing and and as a joke i was like and i'm a pisces uh. and then the people after or before me the people that went before me they were like oh my god everyone say your zodiac sign right now and i was like oh fuck <laughs> wait i didn't know i, I was just- allowed to say that <laughs> I, yeah, I, was, so. I was joking. I was joking. Right, I hate fish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're writing. Did you start writing before you went to that film school? Because that's I feel like I only wrote maybe a little bit of like poetry, and then I didn't really get like actually into it until I did college. I did have a major poetry phase in high school. So I, I was, still have it. Oh yeah. I did. Know. <laughs> Don't no, I guess I... it because I, I I'm still doing it. <laughs> Good for you. But so I <laughs> when I was a little kid, like little little, I I had started 
songwriting. I didn't play any instruments. So it was really just like writing lyrics and imagining the song in my head and then having nowhere to put it. Um, yeah. But yeah, then I learned to play piano. And so it was songwriting for a while. Um, Dude, I played piano too. Yeah. And then I, uh, I also would like have ideas for stories and stuff in my head, but never really do anything about it. And um, <laughs> then it was the poetry phase. And then when I would, I, I was, I've been a movie fan since I was like basically born. And so when it finally clicked that I like would like to write a movie, I still didn't even have the wherewithal to think that you could just sit down and write a screenplay. Not that I literally didn't know, but I like had it in my head for some reason. I was like, oh, I have this idea. I want to be a movie. I guess I should write a book. And I felt that I had to write a book <laughs> and that the book had to be good enough to be turned into a movie. And then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I oh, <laughs> want to write a book? more steps than what it actually yeah, is. Yeah, it was like so, so extra. But um, yeah, <laughs> so I, I, had, <laughs> I have I never actually thought... written a screenplay until I got to school. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I can imagine you like see a movie and you're like, oh, "Fuck, I gotta buy a house now!" <laughs> like you, do, all of these. I have to open my own production company. <laughs> I like. I gotta all, buy all a all lion. Oh, dude, this process is gonna be awful. I gotta <laughs> learn how to swim. You're just quite um, literally. That's is there one. a movie that you saw? Well, actually. I, I, I just explained this in the last episode, but the, the farthest my memory can go back to with the like the very mm. three movies I can I watched as a child mm-hmm. that I remember was Sixth Sense, Shining, and Child's Play. <gasps> and that's probably why I'm so into scary movies now. That's and I'm good. wondering two questions. Do you like scary movies? And what's the what what do you think what's like the very first movie you remember watching? Okay, so one of my very first favorite movies was actually Bride of Chucky. And I was three years old. Yeah, so like I love the Chucky cinematic universe, baby. Like that's my shit. The show is also really good. Um, I really like that every, it seems like every iteration of the Chucky movies and the series really respects the lore. It's it's not like oh, Halloween good. where they deviate and they go, eh, just kidding. I think we're going to bring it back to life. Like, eh, I don't want that fact in there. I'm going to change it. You know, like Halloween is messy in that, in that regard, but Chucky is very clean. They always, even if the movie is like literally bad, like the, the cult, There's- cult of Chucky and curse of Chucky that doll is the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen. He has yeah. eyeliner on. Like, it's so bad. It's literally so bad. And they switch dolls between the one that has to talk and the one that doesn't talk. And there's just no continuity between those two dolls. Obviously, like, I assume they would switch dolls in every other iteration. But they at least look alike. So you can always tell when Chucky's about to talk or move or something because they switch to the doll with the yeah. fucking oh, eyeliner yeah. on. So bad. It's like... It's like watching an old animated movie. Like before the character moves, you can yeah. tell it's about to move. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I always noticed that in SpongeBob growing up because, like, the oh, background shit, of SpongeBob was like a nice painted, and then if they were about to like pick up a prop or something, it was just a flat color, and I'd be like, "Oh, yeah. the texture changed," and then they would use it. I was <laughs> like always something I I noted as a child. Um, but oh, to answer your so question, funny. I. So I what was, was the question? I don't remember the, the question. There were there were two. It was the do you like scaries and it was the um you know your earliest oh, the movies. Father's, you know, the yeah. movie. Yeah. So I would say my first favorite movie was probably Wizard of Oz. Um 
and you know classique and uh but then i got into the you know i got into bride of chucky and i liked it so much as a three-year-old and my parents didn't give a shit about what i was watching that i asked to watch the exorcist and like the, the weird i don't know if it's necessarily a remake or if it was a sequel um but so i'm four years Wait, old are you talking about the old exorcist or the new one i think it's the, the new one the oh exorcist believer I literally don't know what it's called, but let me explain the scene to you and maybe that'll clear shit up. Okay. okay. Like, so I'm four years old and I'm watching The Exorcist and the only thing that I can remember is a crab walk down the stairs, but like a creepy, like she's shaped like a table, like her, her elbows and her knees are in a really unnatural position and she like twitches all the way down the stairs and then opens her mouth and blood pours down her face. Okay. And uh, first <laughs> off, don't start the podcast episode uh, on this. Go back to the beginning. This is weird out of context. <laughs> and then second off, I, do, I know, I first off, you know for sure it's in an Exorcist movie? Yes. Okay. It's not in the new one because I don't remember that. I saw the new okay. one recently. I have no memory of that. So it's so probably you the, like the new, new one. No, I'm talking about one that would have been out because I watched it as a four-year-old. Was there only one Exorcist movie in like the 70s, 80s, and 90s? Or did they That's make what I don't know. My parents always told me it was a remake because it's not, I don't, the girl was taller than your classic like Linda Blair, the Exorcist girl that you think of. But okay. so my parents always called it a remake, but I mentioned it to someone at the at film school and they were like, there wasn't, there wasn't a remake. It was a blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, dude, that's, 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 that is always my impression of a film student. That's so fucking <laughs> weird. We went through the same thing. <laughs> like, fuck off. It's so I'm, pretentious. Dude, it's like, you haven't seen The Godfather? No. I don't fucking, I... Oh my God. Someone on the first day at orientation, everyone was like recommending movies to each other. And I don't know why, what conversation was being had. I, someone maybe mentioned Mean Girls, maybe. And so I was like, oh, have you seen Heather's? Because there's, Love you know, there's, there's a, yeah, there's all this shit about Mean Girls. Maybe it you know, stole from Heather's or whatever. And someone was like, do you know the year and the director? I was like, no, just fucking look up Heather's. You can find it. Like, I'm not your human Google. <laughs> oh, my so god! I was like, no, I, no, I don't know fucking any of that information. No. That movie, I finally watched it, I think, for the first time, maybe like two, three years ago. I think oh, now I actually want to figure it out. Can we figure it out? Um, yeah. I think it's, I want to say it's 1980, uh, 1985. That's my guess. Okay. Um, let me Google it. This is a question for both of us. Do you think it was made before Beetlejuice? Ooh. I'm going to say yes. No, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Oh, fuck. That's... <laughs> I... Uh, I almost want to say yeah. Literally have no idea. I have uh, no I... recollection of the movie other than that the scene that traumatized the shit out of me. <laughs> Wait, it's, and, it's, and a, it's the end of the story that we didn't really get to finish. Oh, oh, sorry, with The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna put a pin on this, or we'll just yes. fucking take it out. Go back to the the <laughs> the, the the Exorcist scene. Yeah, okay. So the the girl is going down the stairs backwards and it's like 
a crab walk, but imagine that from her elbows to her knees, she's completely flat like a table. And so it's not it's not a position that is humanly possible. Yeah. And um she twitches down the stairs like a fucking like one of those like jumping spiders. And then she opens her mouth and blood pours all over her face. And I, watching this alone, four years old, scream bloody fucking murder. Like oh. absolute horror. And for like hmm, 10 years. I don't think I saw another real horror movie. I could deal with gore. Like, you know, like the Chucky series, those are gory, but they're not like. It's also make, I feel like Chucky movies, they're making fun of scary movies in a way. Yeah. I could deal um, with like Final Destination series. I really enjoyed, but. Cause that's overly, that there's like no fucking way that could happen. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They're like stupid. I mean, I, I, I do think some people think that Final Destination could happen to them because, you know, you're on the highway behind one of those trucks with all the fucking logs oh, in it. I and it's like, about that. Final Destination 2 feels like that crash could happen to anybody. Uh, Final Destination 1, I have been on a flight with that exact flight number. So Whoa, that, ooh, was, that was scary, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed I, that series. And so I could deal with the gory. I wasn't necessarily like a saw or like a Texas chainsaw kind of gore person, but I couldn't get back into the actual horror and especially possessions until I was like forced to. And it was actually the conjuring that got me back into those kinds of movies. Cause I genuinely yeah. really liked it as a movie that I could deal with the fact that it was a possession and an exorcism. And yeah. Was there a, a scary movie that you, you still don't want to watch, have no interest in watching? Cause it's either too scary, too bloody, just not your thing. Ooh, this one, my brother keeps giving me shit for, this is a newer one. Um, okay. Something about the people in the movie smile, holding the smile. I find petrifying i watched <laughs> that trailer and i was like no 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 you're like no, 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 no one's no. no one's that happy all it's the time so, <laughs> it is so gross to me and then the funniest thing is that a while like after that movie came out i had a draft in my acting email that i was like oh let me what the, what is this it's probably something i can delete by now and it's a mm. submission for the movie smile and i never <laughs> finish sending it like i never oh. took my pictures of you know the full body and the blah 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 and the <laughs> and all of that stuff fucking submitted to smile but i look at it and i'm like that has to be the same smile but i i completely didn't when that movie was coming out i wasn't like oh shit that was that movie you know i yeah. forgot this was even a thing until i found it in my email drafts um but yeah that so smile wild. And Truth or Dare, I know people hated that movie, but same reason that that was a CGI'd smile, and it just really creeps me out. So I haven't seen either of those. I feel like there's another one, but I can't. I can't think of it. I I don't have a lot of interest in seeing the like Saw or the Texas right. Chainsaw vibes, um, but I wouldn't say that they're like too scary, and that's why I don't want to watch them. You know what's funny is that you mentioned Truth or Deo. So, like, there's a website. I'm, I'm going to plug this website. It's called One Iota. Yeah. And I, and I, yeah, someone told yeah. me about it at college and yeah. I'm still on it. 
and stuff. And a couple of years ago, I went to the movie premiere of Truth or Dare. Yeah. And um, Lucy Hale was my celebrity crush. Oh, yeah. She, and I think she still is. And she fucking showed up and she was like saying some announcement before the movie. And I was sitting in the theater. Actually, sorry, before she went into made the announcement, she was in her, the restroom. And I know this because I was sitting down in the audience and my girlfriend at the time texted and she knows Lucy Hale's my celebrity crush. Yeah. And so she goes, Lucy Hale's in the restroom. She's about to leave. You should come out. And I texted back, I'm too scared to move. <laughs> so I I didn't get a chance. And then I, I have pictures of her like when she was making the announcement. And she's, oh, God, she's gorgeous. Yeah. But I was so upset that I just, I just froze. I just couldn't do anything. No. I've been so- in a similar situation at a premiere. I went to the premiere. It was at LACMA of uh, the... You know, oh, the, those are the animals that spit. Oh, llama. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, at the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, I went to the premiere of the OA part two, like the second season. And I didn't have like a crush on anybody in that cast, but the, you know, the actors were, this is a very, you know, small, just quaint little theater. The actors were just sitting exactly where we were sitting. Um, unlike the ones that our school used to take us to, uh, that yeah. kind of seated us way up on the balcony and we were kind of sitting <laughs> over the, the Susan Sarandons of the world. And, um, <laughs> but I was walking out of the theater and I was right behind the guy who plays my favorite character on that show. And I have such like an emotional connection to his character because he reminds me of my little brother. And I kept go, I kept thinking I should just tap on his shoulder and tell him how much it means to me. I should, oh no, I shouldn't. Oh, but I should, oh, but I shouldn't. And like, I didn't. And then like five months later, that show got canceled. And I was like, I should have fucking. Oh no. Him. I, yeah. And I, it is my personal Roman empire. I think about it all the time because I <laughs> love, love, love that character in that show literally so much. And I am getting much better at like, if I see someone that, that somebody famous, I'm like, I gotta say something. I have, there's a, one of my favorite comedians, his name is Roy Scoville. Um, I don't know if, it, I don't know if you ever saw the TV show, Zach Stone is going to be famous. Yeah. He, he was the manager. Oh, okay. Okay. He's, uh, he mainly does stand up, and me and my sister saw him do a show one time. I've seen him like five times. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, after the show, me and my sister were leaving and I saw him smoking with like his opener. And I was like, oh fuck, I got to say something. And I, and. Before I even thought of that, my hands got so fucking sweaty <laughs> just because I saw him like a hundred feet away. And we were we got in my sister's car. At, we were about to drive, and before I even talked to him, and my sister, I was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I don't want to talk to him." And then my sister was like, "You gotta talk to him." And I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna oh. talk to him." So we both went, um, and it was kind of like the illusion of like, "Fuck, I don't want him. I don't want him to be a dick. Please don't be a dick." Yeah. I, I went up to him. He was so fucking nice. Aww. And I told him I also do stand up. And he was like, oh, that's awesome. And then like we had like a very brief conversation with his opener mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he asked for my name. I'm like, oh, my God, you want to know my name? Um, but and then he, he he put his hand out to my sister and he goes, hey, how are you? And my sister panicked and she just goes, <laughs> Isabella. Because <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Because she was also, she's also a fan of of him him as well. But she, and then as we were leaving, 
I was like, oh, that was awesome. And then she goes, and then my sister goes, I said Isabella. Like she <laughs> then got in her head. <laughs> I carried a watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck is that for? That's from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> oh. so, Patrick Swayze says to her, like, you know, she, she shows up to the party because she helped a guy carry a watermelon to this Dirty Dancing party in the beginning. And she gets so nervous talking to Patrick Swayze that all she can say is, I carried a watermelon. And then when she leaves, she's like, I carried a watermelon. And she's pissed at her <laughs> Do you did you ever see Transformers One? Yeah, the part when um uh Shia LaBeouf is dropping off Megan Fox. And yeah, Megan yeah. Fox is like, "Do you think I'm shallow?" And Shia LaBeouf's like, "No, I think there's I think there's more than the eye that mm-hmm. meets you or something yeah. like that." And then she leaves, and Shia LaBeouf's like, "What the fuck did I just say?" The more that and that, but he was kind of the same situation. Yep. Um. Do you have? Oh my gosh, we gotta fucking go back in the uh, with the Heather's and the Beetlejuice thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Heather. We never. Yeah. When the hell did? Was Heather's an early '90s or a late '80s? Oh, I want to say early '90s. That's my guess, but I really don't know. I yeah, okay. No. I googled Heather's. I know when it came out. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Do you want to guess? Uh, Heather's 1988. Was it? Yeah, 88, late '80s. Beetlejuice. I feel like that um, must be older. 1988. When is Beetlejuice? 1988. <gasps> Whoa. Ooh, look at that. Was it before after? God damn it. Do you have a favorite actor or actress? Ooh. I and then I want to go back and talk about the pretentious people at our film school. But yes, 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 yes. <laughs> My favorite topic. Um, <laughs> I would say, uh, this is such a basic answer, but like Tom Hanks is one of those like those actors mm. that my heart just like loves everything he does, and I just love movies because he's in them. My mom actually got me. He wrote a book called The Making of Another Great Motion Picture, I think is what it's called. I can't really see it from here. Um, And she got me the signed copy. And I do not know what motion picture he's talking about in the book because I haven't read it yet. But (laughs) my whole fucking bookshelf is stacked with books I haven't read, um, including that one. It's just, you know, it's just decor at this point. But I I love Tom Hanks. That also remind me if you saw The Whale. Yes. Did you like it? The the way, so that one, it's, it's hard to answer. Like the acting in it is so good, but I also get why some people were bored by it. Again, it's that same thing where you can tell it it would make a better play, maybe. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. I, before I even saw knew it was a play. I was, was watching it. I'm like, oh, this is this is a fucking play. play. Yeah. Yeah. I did like it. I watched it on the plane, which is probably not the best place to to absorb <laughs> its its brilliancy. But um, <laughs> it, but but I did think it was good, and Brendan Fraser was great. I watched it after like after the Oscars. So I, you know, went into it knowing that this, this was Same. an Oscar winning performance. Um, and yeah, but I, I, I did enjoy it, but it wasn't, I think I was more excited for it when the trailers were coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, Oh my God, I bet that's going to be so good. But yeah, it, it had a very, it was slow in that way that, you know, it's, it's easy to lose the attention span of maybe people our age. 
Did you watch it? Did you watch it on a plane and you were like, you know, Brandon Fraser's character is not even that bad. Right, no, he's like, he's like too much Saul. What is everyone talking about? (laughs) I saw that. The last movie I saw on a plane and I'm going to start from now. I'm never going to watch a movie that makes me cry on a plane because fucking people look (laughs) at me and I have to wipe my tears away and it it takes me out of it. (laughs) But I watched uh, About Time, which is a rom-com. I don't know if you saw it. Have I seen? Rachel McAdams is in it. Bill Knight. It sounds familiar. I don't actually think I've seen that one yet. It is. I fucking weeped. Oh, no. Because it's about a guy who can time travel and he goes back in time to try to um, whatever. But uh, it's really fucking good. And I was bawling. And I was also going through some stuff. Mm. Um, at the same time, and the, but I remember I was watching it in my seat, and I started crying. And I can I didn't look at this guy, but there's someone in my peripheral looked at me, and I had to just fucking like just go like this very quickly because <laughs> it's so embarrassing to cry on a plane because then everybody's either invested, on, <laughs> right? In they're what like, you're what's he? What's he yeah. <laughs> or they're like, man, this guy does not like planes, right? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's having a really traumatic experience. <laughs> You're like, I just watched Final Destination and I was not ready for this at all. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, that's so funny. Okay. Uh, pretentious people back on my college. <laughs> that's awesome. I, so the reason that I don't care if you've never seen like a classic movie yeah. is because everybody at our college was like, you've never seen this yeah. shit. And that pers- personality turned me off. Yes. So now it's like, I don't fucking care if you've never seen anything. It's so film school and it's so LA. And yeah, it's so like my dad raised me and my brother. My dad had no siblings and my mom didn't have a brother. She only had a sister. So I feel like, I, I don't know why, I've thought about this like 10 times just today alone. But I feel like my parents didn't know how to raise a girl and a boy together and like, actually get them into the same things so we were always Mm -hmm. being separated when it came to watching movies like I wouldn't watch sports with my dad and my brother because I was a girl and so my dad would show my brother Star Wars and Indiana Jones and James Bond like the classic boy movies which I'm doing in air quotes he didn't let you watch those and not that he didn't let me but he just like I think he assumed I wouldn't be interested so like I would be sat down in front of Disney princess movies while they were watching all these movies that I then went to film school people like what do you mean you haven't seen Star Wars like it's it's such a major (laughs) it's like so bad the only question that I wanted to ask and i didn't plan it i was like you know what i'll ask this question i'll think about this question if i forget about it who fucking cares but now we're back to this yeah and it took a good hour (laughs) 45 minutes to go to this question um theater yeah because i also grew up doing theater as well Mm -hmm. at my high school and stuff like that and like i went to acting camp so theater was like i feel like theater is still a big part of me yeah i can ask so many things about theater (laughs) and i don't know where to start with like what what's the first play or musical you were in well, so my my school did not do well. My high school did they not. They fucking suck. I, I, <laughs> no, literally, my high school didn't do musicals until I was a senior. So I wasn't in a real musical until my senior year in high school. And I did. Oh, man. Yeah, I played the, the fiance, the baroness in Sound of Music. And she actually Ooh, has nice. two songs in the musical, which a lot of people don't know because they're not in the movie. 
So um, she does oh, have okay. she does have music. I don't know if they cut those for time reasons or if they cut them because the actors couldn't sing, which they do sometimes. And um, but yeah, so my first official musical was Sound of Music. Um, I've only been in two real musicals. I was in one uh, a couple of years ago called Nonsense, which is kind of like the white sister act. And but it's it's <laughs> like there's no fourth wall in Nonsense, so you're the, you know the audience is there. You're performing for them under the idea that we're all trying to raise money to save, kind of save the church but really Interesting. bury all the other nuns who just died of botulism. That's, that's the, it's a comedy and that's, that's <laughs> the vibe. So um, I was one of the main nuns in that. So I've technically only been in two real musicals, um, but I, I had been doing dance since I was three. So I had been on stage a lot. Then uh, junior year, I was um, Alice in a play called You Can't Take It With You, which is another. Oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, that one's really fun. Um, so yeah, those are the plays I was in. And then it was Romeo and Juliet and Sound of Music. And in Romeo and Juliet, I was the, um, I was Juliet's mom. My ex was actually in it at the time. I don't know why he suddenly felt Piece like doing shit. the cool play. No, but like he, we, we were friends, don't we were fine. But, but he just randomly <laughs> took up a hobby senior year. It was shocking. And he played Tybalt. Um, but there, the, I Sounds heard like a dog's name. <laughs> I heard through the grapevine that they asked him, do you want to be Romeo? And he was like, oh, no, 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 that's that's too big for me. So I always think that would have been so fucking weird. Like, imagine if he was like, sure, I'll do Romeo. And then they made me Juliet while I was already dating somebody else, like three years after we dated. It would have been so cringe. So it all worked out because of that. <laughs> that would have been really odd. You, uh, you said you were only in two musicals, but you yeah. like dancing. I was in five musicals and mm -hmm. i don't like dancing <laughs> i feel like the only reason i was in musicals is because that that was the only like in my mind at the time acting opportunities i mm -hmm. could get and i just i just fucking love acting yeah you know, i'd like i'd like singing a little bit but i feel like i could i want to be a better singer but dancing i have no fucking rhythm i was in mary poppins and i was a <laughs> chimney sweep and i was Aww. like some other ensemble but the the scene with a chimney sweeps tap dance <laughs> I didn't know how to tap dance, so they gave me black shoes that were not tap dance shoes. Oh. So if I if I'm off with them, they can't they muted you. Were yeah. were you silent or were you silenced? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no, no, no. We don't make follow post, along, sir. <laughs> is there anything? First off, this is the longest conversation we've had. Yes. Uh, <laughs> ever <laughs> ever i feel like we were more I, I asked in the beginning of this i feel like we were acquaintances besides the class yeah together yeah no like i i knew who you were i, yeah. I wonder if we were ever on set together i was never on i did no I, I was not doing a lot of shorts mm. i just no but mm. um i always saw you around and i i remember i remember a lot of people would say your name and I would see not, I would see like photos of you or like little clips of mm -hmm. you. I think you would share it on Instagram. I'm like, man, she's good. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so first off, it's good to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was so nice talking to you. I had a lot of fun. I'm still transitioning and trying to figure out how to be a person outside, you know. So thank you for giving me an excuse to be a human being <laughs> on a Friday <laughs> night. But um, 
Yeah, no problem. No, I'm, I'm still trying. I'm struggling with just being a person as well. Yeah, so I can being a person is fucking hard. They don't tell you how hard <laughs> it is. <laughs> Dude, and you got to walk around and sometimes buy a house. Right, uh, right. I'm supposed to like contribute to the economy. I don't. The fuck is that shit? We literally made all of this up. Money is fake. Credit is fake. Stocks, yeah. fake. And I have it's to like do Valentine's what? Day. It's all a scam. <laughs> it's it's like, literally, yeah. yeah. Just steal stuff. That's the overall message, guys. You, what are you going to get? Arrested? Right. What are they going to do? Jail's fake. Lock- <laughs> Jail is uh, a man-made uh, construct. <laughs> we can take it down. <laughs> Both of us. Just us two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you and me. <laughs> we'll show up to the White House. If, is it the White House that we'll go to? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but they'll be like, God damn it. They showed up. All right, take it down, boys. <laughs> they were serious. <laughs> <laughs> um but this has been episode 101 um mm-hmm. we didn't even get to dalmatians but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> um so, are you yeah. on tiktok i am no. on tiktok i actually do uh i'm like way behind but i actually do uh like watch list videos like here's what i'm watching on tv just for fun oh dope. um yeah so that's fu- half of them got fucking muted after february 1st of my with the um, you heard oh, about no. UMG, all the mu- yeah. So anything that I put a Taylor Swift song on, or like Renee rap, you know, things in the in the girlosphere that were getting popular are gone. So, um, but I saved them all. I saw a video about that that was coming, so I went through and I saved every video. So I've oh, been I, I've been I've been trying to figure out where to put them if I want to put them on Instagram Reels or YouTube Shorts or like you know just just to have a place where they all live and they won't get yeah. muted, but. Yeah, it's it's wicked annoying, but you gotta talk to the White House about that. I know. Yeah, come on, Joey B. What the fuck? But, <laughs> but uh, um, so yeah. what's your? We'll plug it in. But what is your TikTok? Um, it's called Lindsay Glove Compartment. Lindsay Glove Compartment. Yeah, we'll put in her Lindsay. We'll put in her Lindsay Instagrams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean to My say it like Instagrams. that. But, but sweet, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, bye, stupids, big dummies. <laughs> Alright guys, that was the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Um, I put Lindsay's stuff, like her Instagram and her TikTok, in the episode description. I did not put mine, but if you want to follow my Instagram and TikTok, it's both Gregory underscore Richardson, 1157. YouTube is, uh, I think it's just Gregory Richardson. And you'll see me, and then you'll see a black guy. Um, I am I am not the black guy. I am I am me. Yeah, I am me. So just find a profile picture that's that's like a headshot, but I'm I'm like 17 and I look like a child. Um, so find the Gregory Richardson that looks like a child, not the black guy. I mean, you can find the black guy and be supportive. And then also my Twitter is at Greg the Child. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, that's it. Bye. Uh, yeah. Bye.